The following program is brought to you by Gallant Media Enterprises. Welcome. It's a wonderful afternoon, and you are listening to Abundance, Abundance Now, Now with Maria M. Lopez. Maria is a certified public accountant, financial advisor, and public speaker. She specializes in advising her clients in their personal business and finances so that they can achieve the financial lifestyle of their dreams. Her mission is to empower others by providing them with the financial tools and education necessary for them to create their own finances. Here is your host, Maria M. Lopez. Welcome to Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. I am your hostess, Maria Lopez. As a certified public accountant, a speaker, and financial planner, I founded Gallant Accountants and Advisors, which is a tax and accounting professional services firm where we work with business owners in South Florida and in the 50 states. We provide our clients with the financial peace of mind and the financial tools so that they can focus on the things that matter to them the most, such as increasing sales and growing their business. At Gallant Accountants and Advisors, we go beyond the traditional accounting and tax services. We work with our clients and business owners as their part-time chief financial officer so that their business grows. You can visit our website at bymarialopez.com or you can contact us at our main line at 305-697-9730. Again, that telephone number is 305 305- Six nine seven nine seven three zero, and here is Wanda Miles from eighty AM The Biz. Welcome, Wanda. Welcome to a Wednesday. How are Wednesday. you? Doing great. Doing good, great. Good to see you. Good to see you. Thank you. Likewise. <laughs> and today's abundance. Now we're going to interview Maddie Ribeiro, principal attorney at the Ribeiro Law Firm. Maddie takes on the legal aspects of entrepreneurship. She's a music major turned attorney and business owner. She helps entrepreneurs protect their investment in their brand. Yes, our guest for today, Mari Rivero. Welcome, Mari. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Awesome. It is a pleasure to have you in Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. Mari, in addition to how are you doing today, <laughs> <laughs> can you share with our listeners more about your professional career and background, especially a music major, turn yes. attorney and business owner. Tell us about that. I'd be happy to. So I was born and raised in Atlanta. I came to Miami to study music. I earned my bachelor's degree in music business and the entertainment industry. Mm. Um, then I uh, went to law school, got a legal background in litigation before becoming an entrepreneur um, and running my own law firm, focusing on business law and trademark law. Um, I really just have a passion for helping business owners tackle the legal side of entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and helping them protect their business and their brand to ultimately build and and scale their business. Um, In representing business owners, I saw that there was a need to educate them. So um, I, I, I offer workshops and master classes and just try to participate in conferences to share the legal expertise to educate, empower business owners, especially women entrepreneurs and minority entrepreneurs in our community. That's wonderful. Thank you, Mari, for that. I see the connection. Is there a connection between being an uh, uh, arts major in your bachelor's degree and then going into legal aspects of what we're going to talk about today, intellectual property. Is there a connection there? Absolutely. I mean, having the creative background lets me effectively Mm -hmm. uh, represent and communicate the legal side of protecting these creations that business owners have. Very artistic, right? Absolutely, especially when it comes to branding. I love that. I love that. And so today, Maddie, we want to explore with you the topic of why we should protect our brand knowing that that is the major and most principal asset in many businesses. That's what I believe today because of the nature of the businesses 
Uh, would you say the same, Maddie? Oh, absolutely. Uh, any successful business is built around having a strong mm-hmm. brand. Um, and, and that's to say that your brand is really the face of your business. That is correct. That is correct. Yes. And today, especially, we have an emergence of entrepreneurship and new business owners. We're creating logos and taglines. We were just talking briefly before the show about that. Logos, taglines with colors, different shades, for example different font sizes, and a a lot more to represent who we are and what we stand for and what products and services we sell and offer. So what is a brand? Is everything I just described just now the items that represent a business brand, or is there more? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Your brand is basically anything and everything that your customers and your clients will recognize and connect that product or service with your business. So, Okay, so anything and everything they will recognize. So in addition to the things that I will create on purpose and you know, like the logo, the visual, are there other aspects of branding that I could be creating with that knowing is it possible absolutely um so everything all those things that you mentioned go into the brand identity of your business and you can even go so far as branding sounds having sounds Mm, to help customers when they hear it they they know Mm. that it's that specific wasn't there a commercial tv commercial was like "Mm," like something maybe with about food related oh yeah there's lots of them um the most notable one is um you know the hoo-hoo by yes. uh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Okay. You know, that's a trademark sound because when you true. hear it, you you know that it's the company is Pillsbury. I love the commercial from Dunkin' Donuts that used to be, I used to see it, lo- I don't know I, I don't know if they still have it, but it was like, time to make more donuts. Mm-hmm. Have you seen it? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, and that was, pro- there was that, <laughs> that was trademarked. That That is what helps their coffee drinkers mm-hmm. recognize that this is the Dunkin' Donuts coffee that I crave every morning. There you go, mm-hmm. there you go. So what other aspects of branding would you say there are? Is there a way, like for example, like a TV commercial makes us feel part of a business brand, for example, the way they show and represent, like what we say, that the sounds of, mm-hmm, the, the, the way that the people dress, the colors they choose, is that also part of the brand of a business? Absolutely. Every aspect that connects mm-hmm. your target audience with your business is part of your brand. Okay. Um, the key to the branding is being able to recognize when someone um, encounters your business. They want to be able to recognize mm. who's behind that product or that service because it, it helps them identify what they can expect when they spend the money and purchase the product or the service. Got it. Gotcha. And how about how's the, the, the activity of public relations? Now, not every business has a public relations division or department, but that is part of what we were talking about. What else would you say makeup makes up a brand? And then I, I was thinking more about what about the public relations and advertising campaigns? Are those part of our brand as well? Absolutely. So you're using your brand to be able to market to the right people mm-hmm. that are going to be the perfect target audience for receiving the value of what you're offering in your Got product it. or your service. So all of that is tied in to help your brand ultimately market, sell, identify who your perfect customer is. And it also helps the customer say, yeah, I align with that brand. Mm, that brand gotcha. resonates with me and I want to purchase that product or service. So alignment. So before, obviously, before we create a brand, we do a market research. Would you say that? And, and identify which is the niche or the niches that I want to sell to. Is that correct? Absolutely. Is that how the brand is created normally Absolutely. in marketing? 
sure and marketing what campaigns you, absolutely and what you want to do is when you hone in on what your company what your um, product or what your service mm-hmm. stands for your brand is used to communicate what that alignment is because your brand is really used as a tool to bring the right people to your business and keep the wrong people out okay i love it so two key words that i identify here from your share thank you for that is alignment and communication the brand that way we communicate it by visual by sound effects by feel and touch as well right absolutely and then then the alignment it's in alignment with our core values and what we want to offer to our niche market absolutely so those are all aspects of the brand and Mm -hmm. they're all what really need to be protected because that's where the value in the brand is is having the clients or the customers resonate with that brand beautiful so let's talk about a third feature of this and i want to share with our audience uh and, and with everyone right that a brand is a name that we were talking about a name a term a design a symbol or other feature that distinguishes an organization or product from its competitors like you said Mari, in the eyes of the customer and therefore, is brand or branding, Mari, what makes a product unique and different from others? 100%. Okay. So the brand's main purpose is to make sure that you stand out among your competitors mm-hmm. in your industry. Okay. So the more unique your brand is, the more um, distinguishable is, mm-hmm. is your brand that's that is really what the key is into branding because they want to make sure that your competitors are not going to be able to use that brand to confuse your business with your competitors business so right. it's all about being distinguishable and the more unique you are the more distinguishable you are i je- i remember something something about a, an actress i believe it was jennifer aniston that she's very careful i'm sure old actresses and actors all personal uh, uh, professional figures and, and, and figures, public figures try to do this the same as well, but they try to associate their names, their personal brand or business brand name of Jennifer Aniston herself, the actress, with what she wants to align herself with. So whenever she gets invited to be part of a promotion of a, of a show or a product or a service, she ensures that that is something, the values of that company and that product is aligned with her values and, and you know what I mean? Absolutely, right. and what she's doing is she's leveraging her brand. Okay. She's really making her brand work for her. She's spent a lot of time, a lot of investment That's right. in developing her brand identity and you know communicating those core values. And now she gets to have a return on her investment because companies are willing to of course. pay for her brand to show up and be aligned with these other products. So every, everyone is in alignment here. Absolutely, absolutely. I love it, I love it. No, that makes sense, that makes total sense. And why is it important to create a brand for my product, service, or business? We talked about that, but can we say that when we may not actively or intentionally create this brand, there's a brand already hidden, like a hidden message, right? In our business and the way we do business. And can we expand that also to us? I mean, don't we start, didn't branding started with us human beings, especially now through social media? Absolutely. So whether you know it or not, whether you agree with it or not, if you run a business, you have a brand. Mm -hmm. And if you have a brand, regardless of um, knowing it or not, you might as well invest in developing a brand and make it purposeful, make it intentional um, and really develop the brand. I mean, because you're going to have one anyway. That's right. That's right. Yes. And let's talk about social media a little bit and search engines on the Internet. Would you say that the growth of entrepreneurship 
Would you say, first of all, has there been a growth in entrepreneurship? Have you noticed that, right? Oh, yeah. A tremendous absolutely. growth in the United States and worldwide, I absolutely. believe. Absolutely. Right? Many people are leaving their corporate jobs or their full-time jobs to pursue their passions, their dreams, their purpose in life or their purposes in life, and also to become more wealth, more wealthy and in different purposes, right? Everyone has their own, pur- their own purposes and reasons for why they choose entrepreneurship. And also, I believe that social media, well, before social media, of course, is the that the birth of the internet. Without it, we wouldn't have social media today. But due to many factors like social media and the growth of the internet, that has created a lot of entrepreneurship in this country. Would you Absol- say that? Oh, yes, yes absolutely. Right. And so, well, and the way we relate to on social media on a business way, like Facebook, LinkedIn, and everywhere else, anything and everything we post or a company and business post, we're also creating a brand because we're communicating with our consumer, with our customers, would you say that, right? Oh, absolutely. Arguably, if your business isn't online, you don't mm. really have a business. Really? Um, oh, absolutely. Um, there's so many potential customers and clients that are that every decision that they make has some kind of influence based on social media or online. So arguably, if your business isn't active in promoting their brand mm-hmm. and sharing the brand with those potential customers that are on social media, they're missing out on a big piece right. of the pie. Right, absolutely. And let's talk a little bit about, I mean, I wanna talk about the legal aspects after the commercial break, but let's talk about like a private company versus a public figure. For example, what can be copied or not? We were talking about before the show, you were explaining to me like personal names, right? Right, so generally personal names are not necessarily a brand mm-hmm. that can be trademarked. Beautiful, That's but but uh, but I'm sorry for interrupting you, but it is a brand because I'm thinking of one pers- personal public figure, like for example, Michael J. Fox, right? I mean, it's recognized worldwide as Michael J. Fox, and I'm sure there are other Michael Fox with the middle initial at J also as well. But he's the only one that probably uses it as a, as a public figure, would you say? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So generally, yeah, your name, because branding is supposed to um, not just identify a person. So it's not mm-hmm. just supposed to necessarily identify who you are. It's supposed to have a message behind it. So generally, okay. names don't have a message behind it unless you are the public figure where you okay. really do get a lot of notoriety for your reputation. A brand is just another word for your reputation. And who it just you happens. are and what you stand Absolutely, and it just happens to be linked to a business. Your actions and the words that come out of our mouths, pretty much, right? Absolutely. Anything that we put in writing, anything we say and do as well. Oh, yeah, it all ties into the brand. Absolutely. That's That's wonderful. So generally when, you know, someone else is trying to um, ride the coattails of somebody else's notoriety, someone else's fame, generally it's not going to be necessarily um, what you would call trademarked brand got it beautiful okay thank you for that maddie we're gonna go now on a short commercial break and we'll be right back to continue our conversation with maddie ribeiro attorney specializing in branding and trademarks maria m lopez is a florida certified public accountant public speaker in the areas of personal financial planning and holds a florida insurance license maria is transforming the way south florida thinks about their finances through her radio show abundance now maria lopez coaches on the areas of personal development and simplifies the complex u.s financial system providing the financial education tools and techniques for others to create the financial lifestyle of their dreams 
Maria's passion is to create a wave of personal financial planning education that lends to a legacy of financial abundance to your children and grandchildren. Contact Maria at 305-697-9730, 305-697-9730 to explore opportunities and invite her to speaking engagements for your organization. Visit Maria's website at buymarialopez.com. We are back on Abundance Now with Maria M. Lopez. Today we have the pleasure of having with us Mari Ribeiro, Principal Attorney at the Ribeiro Law Firm, located right here in South Florida. Mari, branding is part of what we call intellectual property. How do we protect intellectual property in general, and are there categories, different categories of intellectual property? Can you just take, I understand that you can tell us which area you specialize in, which I understand is trademark, but can you tell us briefly a little bit about the others? Sure, I'd love to. So generally, there are three main types of intellectual property. Mm-hmm. First one is copyright, so it's more about protecting authorship. So think books, music composition, paintings, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Then there's patents, which protect inventions or um, you know a novel way of doing something. So that way you can think of machines, technology, pharmaceuticals. And then there's trademarks, which is what I focus on, which is protecting anything that identifies the source of a product or a service. So that way I'm talking about brands, logos, slogans, uh, commercial jingles, anything that'll help your potential customer or client know who's behind the product or service. Got it, got it. I always have this question because we talk about products, we talk about services, we talk about pro- companies, private companies that are in business for profit or not for profit. We talk about public figures. What about ideas? Like so, if I come up with an idea and I say, is that, how, how is an idea different from an invention in that regards? I don't know. So ideas are not protectable okay. under intellectual property. So okay. if someone says, I just have an idea of this really cool um, software, this really cool technology. That could solve XYZ problems. Right. If it stays in your head, there's okay. no way for it to be protectable. It has to be manifested in something physical or something mm. tangible um, that it. we can experience or we can see. Then it would fall into one of those three categories of intellectual property. Hence the issue of Facebook? Oh, yeah. Okay. Thank you. I, I was right, trying to, that, that story just came back to my mind. I mean, that's what happened. So the best way to keep our great ideas together is to keep it to ourselves, to ourselves, right? And then once we're ready to take action, to execute, execute, and then would you say what would they be the next step to do that once that protected, right? Oh, yes. Protecting it would be the, even before you really spend too much money marketing it, mm-hmm. you want to own sure, it. Sure, before you market you have to, right? Because once right. you market, it's already out uh, there. Out there, It's already out there in the public's eyes. It's already being sold or being right. promoted. Generally, when it's, when it's out in the market, it's mm-hmm. out in the public eye, anyone can take it. Anyone can pick it up. Anyone of can course. copy it. Unless there are some kind of proactive steps that businesses mm-hmm. take to claim their ownership and that intellectual property mm-hmm. and, and protect it. Right. Beautiful. Okay. Let me ask you something else. Is the federal government or the state governments where trademarks, patents, or copyrights, but in your case were trademarks, is it there where trademarks are, are the applications are submitted or is it one and not the other or how does that work? Sure. So generally intellectual property is protected under federal law Mm -hmm. um, and 
when you're when you're submitting your application to the federal government for protection, asking them to protect your intellectual property, okay. you are including the state that you're in because federal is all 50 states. Okay. So you you are including effectively the states once you go into the federal level. Wow. And then Maddie, I'm just thinking out loud here, but okay, so I have a couple, I have two trademarks right now with me and my business and they're protected under federal law. And I'm posting on social media everywhere and social media is out there in the World Wide Web, right? Absolutely. So what about someone in Russia or Pakistan or India or Brazil or Argentina or Germany? Uh, how protected am I, really? You're not. Okay, okay. <laughs> the simple ins- answer is that you're not protected. Because so is there an additional level of protection oh, worldwide? Yes. yes, so you would you would sub- you would would ask for protection in those other countries. In so those in jurisdictions. Your, oh, absolutely, right. Because when you are at the federal level, you know, your protection stops as soon right. as you leave the USA. And that can be very costly, of course. Absolutely. But I don't like to think of it as a cost. I like to think of it as an investment. Sure. Costs are money that you pay and you're never going to see it again. An investment is you spend the money on protecting your brand and then you can leverage your brand to receive a return on your investment. And I love that because I wanted to ask you this question when we say it about investment. So let's assume I have a printing shop and I have several of those printing shops, right, with me. But what if in the near future I want to sell my business? Can I sell the trademark separately from my business? So it would depend. It depends on how the trademark is owned. Mm -hmm. So if Maria M. Lopez is the owner of the trademark and not the business. Sure. If you buy the business, the trademark does not go with it. Of course. However, if the trademark is registered as owned by the business mm-hmm. and you sell the business, usually you're going to delineate what is being sold when you sell the business. Okay. Generally, it will include the name of the business, but it doesn't necessarily have to. It can right. get a little dicey when you're right, talking about sure. buying and selling a business right. um, because a lot of the times what you are buying is the reputation of that business, right. is the notoriety which is built by the brand. It's, it's riding on the brand. There are some income tax planning reasons why we why we do that as a CPA. We do some tax planning techniques so that way, when in the event of a future sell, you can, like you said, you can assign. But rather than assign agent to assign, you can protect what you want to sell. And basically, it is just having separate legal entities for different multi-purposes. Absolutely, right? it, it can get that? very complicated. And, and to do any kind of buy and sell transaction, you would absolutely want to have a legal sure. team and a CPA. And a CPA with you as well you to that. help you with that. Absolutely. How do we show the public that my brand is protected, Mari? So there's a couple of ways that you can do it. Generally, if you haven't registered and received a trademark registration certificate from the USPTO, mm-hmm. you're going to use the little TM symbol, which yes. stands for trademarks. Okay. Um, you should be using that right now on, okay. everything, on um, everything when you're marketing your brand. I'm sorry, before I file the application? Oh, yeah. Right even, away. Right today. away. Today. <laughs> okay. Today, Understand. it should be, you should have a TM. And what that okay. says is, hey, world, I'm claiming this as a trademark, even though I haven't registered it, and I'm willing to protect it if anybody uh, infringes on my trademark on my brand okay okay beautiful and how about the main names can we talk about some cases we only have probably a few minutes left like maybe three or four minutes left but I just wanted to talk some cases any cases of infringement famous cases that you want to share with us or any situations so that we can alert the listeners 
There's or what to look out for so that they don't realize and we all realize the significance of this? Litigation based on intellectual property happens all the time. And there is a war zone as far mm-hmm. as who owns what in intellectual property. Okay. Um, so there was a case that just recently came out with Dr. Dre. Dr. Dre is not- notably known as a rapper. And he was right. in a, tra- a long litigation battle with an mm-hmm. actual physician named Dr. Dre. So there was a long time battle. A real Dr. Dre by that his last name is Dre. Dre, yes, right, okay, right. So I mean, it happens all the time, and right. it's one of those litigations where you don't want to even be involved in um, mm-hmm. because it's very costly and it's very, um, very draining and very time consuming. Awesome, I see that. Yeah, it's a, it's a little scary, right? So once I okay, so couple of ideas and steps here that you have provided us with this, uh, many of them, is put the TM, add the little TM already starting today, file your trademark application, do your search, visit an attorney to do so, and then even after that, how do you ensure that your trademark is protected? We we'll probably have just maybe one minute, one minute left. So after you register your trademark, that's just the beginning of the rest of protecting your trademark. Mm. And what you want to do is do a a trademark watch. And it's basically just making sure that nobody else is, you know, using your trademark trademark. without your permission. I love that. Do a trademark watch. Oh, yeah. Maddie, where can people contact you? Sure. So I am on Facebook at Ribeiro Law Firm. So it's R-I-B as in biz, E as an entrepreneur, I as an intellectual, R-O Law Firm. Instagram at Ribeiro Law. Email at Mari, M-A-R-I, at RiberoLawFirm.com. And you can visit us on our website at RiberoLawFirm.com. Beautiful. Thank you, Mari. Thank you for joining us today. I wish everyone a wonderful evening. Thank you and see you next Wednesday. Thanks so much. The Biz, South Florida's exclusive home for Bloomberg Radio. For up-to-date news, the latest info, contests, and more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at 880 The Biz, where money talks.